Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Tuesday, June 11th, 2019. We are entering the long dredge of summer. Mini camps just opened and closed in like a week span. Mm. And uh, my name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon. Right What's up? Me. And yeah, we are, uh, we're, we're currently... 73 degrees outside. It's not bad. Well, so this is awful. So what you're saying is we actually have to enjoy summer and yeah. not watch football? Yeah, no, I, I don't know if I can do that. I literally, I'm counting the weeks down. I think it's 12 Sundays <laughs> yeah, left. So everybody's at the beach and having like barbecues. And I'm just sitting in my freaking house with the AC on, staring at the calendar. <laughs> hoping, hoping it gets to September 9th or whatever the hell they Yeah, like is. a little spreadsheet. Yeah. One day closer. One, one hour closer. One day closer. Uh, we are excited to bring you our sleepers on the next few episodes. This is a very exciting series, especially for me because I've been thinking about sleepers for two months now. Um, so these are guys that uh, are going to be maybe not major breakouts, maybe no. not huge, huge breakouts, but they're going to be guys that you'll be able to grab late in drafts and it could be valuable assets to your team, uh, i.e. Sony Michelle from last year. Yep. Um, didn't finish as an RB1, but he was a solid flex in most leagues. Um, on today's episode, we're going to bring you the QB sleepers, our QB sleepers for 2019. We agree on some, we disagree on some. Uh, but first, before we get into the main portion of this episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the FF champs on Twitter, uh, and at the fantasy champions on Instagram, go on facebook.com forward slash the fantasy champions to like us over there. Uh, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, make sure when you're on YouTube, click the bell, subscribe to our channel, leave a review and uh, tell, tell everyone about this podcast. Except for the people in your league, but yeah, you don't probably tell them. probably tell them too, so you can destroy them anyway. <laughs> yeah, give them the knowledge and still destroy them. <laughs> give them the knowledge and still destroy them. Uh, let's get to the news before we move into our main segment. Uh, it's been an interesting week. Uh, there wasn't much news up until like Monday. Yeah, get used to that. Uh, but then we had like a flow of information come in. Uh, I guess. Uh, Tyreek Hill over the weekend, it was discovered that uh, there is no active investigation um, and that the Chiefs are going to allow him to participate in training camp. So he's no longer suspended by the Chiefs or whatever. Now, uh, I am anxiously waiting because I I currently don't have him ranked at wide receiver. I don't either. I'm waiting for the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL to drop their – uh, before I project him statistically, I'm waiting for them to drop their uh, decision on whether or not he's going to be suspended. It is likely that he's going to be suspended, considering that he has a history with it. So don't con- don't think that he's going to have you know a free reign because he got off in court. Right? <laughs> when does the NFL ever care about court? Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I I could expect a maybe an eight to ten game suspension, similar to Ooh, Kareem Hunt. Okay. 
That's a lot, but it might also be six, similar to. Uh, you, you, there's no. You real, have no. Like have it's no just idea. a guess. It's a guess. Info. Six to ten games would be my guess. Uh, if that's the case, then he is going to play this year, which means you probably you should probably temper your excitement on guys like Mia Cole Hardman and uh, Sammy Watkins. I currently in mock drafts are staying away from those guys, not because. I don't believe that they can be a success in the Chiefs' the offense, but because of Tyree Kill. the chance of Tyreek Hill returning is is rather decent. So I don't want to take a risk on like I, I think I think Sammy Watkins is going in the fifth or sixth round right yeah. now. I don't want to I don't want to draft a guy that's just like last year I had him on my team and he I drafted him in like the twelfth round <laughs> and it's like he he didn't help my team at all. Yeah. So it's like it's but not. I mean, worth, if, if Tyreek Hill isn't isn't there, then Sammy Watkins become, becomes right. probably like. A fourth round pick, honestly. But he's also been a guy like every time I look at him, I'm like, he he seems like a player that would be solid for you to draft. But then at the same time, when I look at him, I just I keep thinking about the constant injury problems that he has. Yeah, and it just leads me to believe that he's, Sammy Watkins is just going to be a guy that people draft thinking is going to be really good. I'd honestly rather take Mia Cole Hardman in, in like the the fourteenth round than mm, than take Sammy Watkins. I don't know fourth. about that, but well. I don't think he's going to be good this year. I mean, I don't want to. I, I I think he's like a. Speaking of sleepers, a deep deep sleeper. He's a guy that you draft that give you gives you a couple of good games this year. But I don't. I mean, I'd rather have him than Watkins. To be honest with you. Okay, I wouldn't. But he's like I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, Bilil Powell signed with the New York Jets. I saw this over the weekend. Uh, he had some kind of like back injury. And uh, they didn't re-sign him, and then I guess he came in for a workout, and they liked how it. It doesn't make any sense. This is, this signing makes no sense at all. This is Adam Gase at his finest. Uh, they have four running backs on the roster already. They do. Yes. Oh boy. They might have more. They they probably have more than that, considering that it's you know the off season, and they probably signed a they'll, bunch of they'll undrafted cut, they'll free cut agents. Some guys, I don't know if Belil Powell will even make the team. Uh. We'll see what happens. I don't have him ranked either. If you're a fan of Le'Veon Bell, uh, <laughs> GG. let's hope he doesn't make the team. Yeah. Uh, Wait, you don't have Powell ranked, dude? No. Whoa. Scary. He's like number six on my board. <laughs> uh, Carson Wentz signed a four-year, $128 million deal. Not sure if I feel good about this. On the one hand, it's a great situation for you to look at fantasy-wise because it's like, okay, they believe in him. They don't think his back injury is a problem. He's good. But then on the other side of it, you look at it and you go, oh, God, he just got paid four years, $128 yep. million. That never works out for anyone. Uh, so he does have a good team this year. I mean, he has opportunity out the wazoo. I do like Carson Wentz. You know Carson Wentz is my man's. Yes. So uh, it's interesting to see how that's going to pan out. But it does show you that the Eagles are not concerned about him at yeah. all. Yeah. I think also letting Nick Foles go with the addition of this news yeah. kind of reassures that. Right. Uh, Cam Newton threw at minicamp today. They live streamed it on the uh, Carolina <laughs> Panthers Facebook page, or, or not, uh, Twitter page, I should say. Guys, look, he he can still throw the football. I watched like five seconds of it and got bored. I was trying to see if he could throw. He was uh, throwing from five feet away, so I'm not oh. really sure. I'm not really sure anymore. Uh, but he is throwing at minicamp, which is good. That's a good little sign. A lot of people are really concerned about uh Cam Newton being able to throw the football. When I talk about uh, my boys, Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore, uh, there people are like, oh, my God, is Cam Newton going to be able to throw it? <laughs> well, you don't have that concern when you're drafting Christian McCaffrey 4, so. Yeah, but if, see, but Cam Newton is already prone, or sorry, he's already proven in this live stream that he can throw from five feet away. 
So that doesn't hurt Christian McCaffrey, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We all know all of his catches are from five feet away. That's true. According to the Eagles assistant head coach, the Eagles will run a committee backfield this year. So there goes all that Miles Sanders hype that I was feeling. And anybody who had yeah, any slight or, hope for Jordan Howard. People were, yeah, holding out hope for Jordan Howard. Uh, I honestly think they'll start as a committee and then somebody will just... Uh, I don't know. The Eagles kind of have a history of using multiple backs. Yeah. They, that's stupid. That's the modern fantasy. NFL. Stupid stupid for fantasy. Yeah. But the modern NFL. Uh Kyle Rudolph signed a contract extension for the Vikings, four years, thirty six million. I was kinda hoping he would be traded to the Pats for uh fandom reasons and for fantasy football reasons. Yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna happen now. Uh and Giants head coach, this is interesting. Pat Shermer said Daniel Jones could start week one. So he said there's an active really? quarterback competition That's between him he and He won't. Yeah, I don't think Eli he will. But. The funny thing is the common conception among all scouts in the NFL this year was that Daniel Jones couldn't throw the football and he wasn't a good quarterback. So if he wins <laughs> the job, he's going to throw like 10 picks in the first game. <laughs> in comes Eli Manning to save the season. Wow. Imagine <laughs> being in New York. No, I'm not going to go there. I've already hated enough on Eli. And uh, last, like, no, you can hate on the shows. Giants all you want. Is it personal? Because yeah, they, it's a little bit personal. <laughs> Patriots fans, but... <laughs> Gosh, man, Eli blows. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. Uh, he He's not that bad. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those guys. Like, there's a bunch of fantasy experts out there that are like, oh, Eli's not that bad, guys. <laughs> I hate to be that guy. <laughs> you are that guy. I, I am that guy. <laughs> he's not... I mean, he's not good in fantasy, but he's not a terrible quarterback. He won two Super Bowls. No, he's... I mean, yeah, 10 years ago, he was a good quarterback. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> He's like, I sense the rage internally in you. It is. It's yeah. deep down, but it's there. Let's move to our main segment, QB sleepers. Uh, sleepers are so important to constructing a successful fantasy team because if you hit on some of these guys, it really changes your roster. These like You get to those late rounds in the draft. You don't really expect your late round picks to turn into anything. No. But if you if you wisely invest your time in doing research and coming, you know, coming up with information on players that you may or may not draft, you'll hit on certain players. And if you do, gives it, you a big it edge. gives you a big edge on people, especially if you're drafting them instead of picking them up off the waiver wire weeks 1, 2 and 3 when they when they break out. Uh, one thing that I like to do is when you're looking for guys later in the draft is find the guy that could do that breakout in the first month instead of yeah. somebody that might break out later in the season. Um, like rookie wide receivers are so, like they're this, they're classic for this first seven, eight, nine weeks of the season. They just suck. And then all of a sudden <laughs> the last 10, the last 10, uh, the last five or six, they're really, really good. Yep. And they show like, oh, we're actually a really what just happened? <laughs> that I just dropped a paper. Just, yeah, on the just floor. a piece of paper just fell. Um, but so it's really important to draft sleepers and draft guys that you think are sleepers, and to do that research. Um, I like to use multiple sources to get from other fantasy experts to kind of guide you in that decision making. Because sometimes they catch things that you don't. Yeah. Um, so let's get started with our QB sleepers for 2019. And uh, I'll start with my boy, Jameis Winston. Oh, yep, your boy. Now, I don't know if you agree on this guy, but I love Jameis Winston. Uh, he's one of those players that has been kind of low-key bad in real life, 
high key high key bad in real life and then like really good in fantasy uh and so there were there were certain he was suspended for the first four games of last year and that's why he didn't start the season um a lot of people do forget that um after that point like within a qu- two quarters of him coming after Fitzmagic, yeah, after Fitzmagic threw like one pick in the first <laughs> half of this first game, actually back. Um, Didn't he throw like five? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Um, but after he came back, he was really good. Now, when the, both quarterbacks were generally outside of the interceptions, they were generally decent in the Tampa Bay offense because they threw the lights out. Like every single week, yeah, it was like it was like run it five times, pass it. They had 100. no running game whatsoever. They have no running game whatsoever. Um, the interesting thing that I saw about Jameis Winston is that later in the season, so you know, obviously he played weeks four, five, and six, and over the course of those and seven, over the course of those weeks, he threw ten interceptions in four weeks, starting. Oh um, wow. Actually, five, six, and seven is when he started. Four, he came in replacement and still threw two picks. <laughs> uh, and then, so when he came in and started from week 11 all the way down to 16, so games 11 to 16 for him, he threw three interceptions, 10 touchdowns, 1,612 yards, um, and his completion percentage was 63%. Now, if you if you were to prorate that on a per-16 game basis, he would have – the same 64% completion percentage, 507, I mean, uh, 363 completions and 4,299 yards, 29 touchdowns and eight interceptions, which is a 97 quarterback rating, Um, which is, yeah, that's pretty good. And if you, you know, turn that into fantasy numbers in some realm of possibility, I'm not going (laughs) to even begin to try to think about it, but that is a, uh, that is a decent fantasy season. You compile that with his rushing numbers um, he would probably have a hundred, about four hundred and fifty to five hundred rushing yards. Yeah, you put that on top of that with you know maybe one or two rushing touchdowns. All of a sudden, this guy becomes three hundred fantasy point, three hundred and fifteen fantasy point quarterback, which is a top five finish in fantasy football. So I really like the last couple games of last year. He's in a better offense with Bruce Arians. They might not throw it as much as they did last year. Um, I think that's one thing to note that a lot of people are saying, oh, Bruce Arians loves to throw the football. He does. But <laughs> last year what, was Dirk Cutter, what Dirk Cutter <laughs> did last year throwing the football was yeah crazy. So I wouldn't expect that. If he does hit 580 to 590 attempts, he could definitely be a guy that breaks out this year. He's one of my he's one of my sleepers slash breakouts. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like he's him and Josh Allen are kinda on that edge for me where they could break out into that top five quarterback realm. Um we know that the top ten for quarterback changes every single year, with the exception of two or three guys. So I think for me, Jameis Winston steps into that conversation. I think if you're talking about sleeper quarterbacks, you're talking about guys that can break out, have a really good season. And I think he's safe to pick in round 12, 13. No one's thinking about him. And those numbers there from weeks from week 11 to 17, that makes me feel really good. He was QB6 over those weeks. Yes. So I think for me, he's a guy that I'm definitely drafting late in drafts. Um, and if you, if he's on the board, 12th, 13th, you're, you're striking gold, honestly. So in my opinion, yeah, I mean, I don't, here's, here's my opinion on James Winston. I'm not totally against you okay. where I think he can break out. I have, I think when we did our rankings, I had him even higher than you because I think 
his upside is tremendous because if he succeeds under the Bruce Arian system, he's a perfect quarterback for yeah, fantasy football. Yeah, I have football. Winston 8 now. I think I had him oh. on 12 or 13. Okay, then. so now you have him higher than yeah. me. But either way, I don't have him crazy crazy low and not much lower than you because of everything you said. But what concerns me with James Winston, <laughs> there's a legitimate chance, and I've said this before, <laughs> that week three, the Buccaneers are 0-2. Winston has nine interceptions. And they just pulled a plug on him, and they're like, "We've given you a gazillion chances. We're done." Yeah, yeah. Very I mean, there's realistic. been there's been um, sources and Twitter chirps saying that like if Winston doesn't succeed in yeah. the first half of the season, he's done. Like they're gonna pull the plug on him, and he's right. not coming back to like they're getting rid of him. They might cut him. I think I think the thing for me, really quickly, is uh, is that. If you're getting him in the 12th, 13th, I'm in some drafts, he's going undrafted. In mock drafts I'm doing, I could honestly just wait and get him in the 13th round. Yeah. If you're waiting that long to get a quarterback that, hey, he might lose his job six weeks into the season. For me, I've talked about streaming quarterbacks as a legitimate way oh, yeah. to run your team. So for me, drafting Winston, if he ends up being a top five quarterback next year, then I strike gold. If he doesn't, I'm going with my streaming option anyway. So that's kind of the situation for right. me. So that I don't, I think that's a valid point. The value is there. Is um, I just looked at the, his uh, ADP for twelve team half PPR. Yeah, um, he was going in the ninth round. Yeah, according to the fantasy football calculator, which is a little higher. But the ten team had him going in the eleventh round. Right. So it's it's that's a two round difference. That's right. legit. I think if he's if he's going in the ninth round, um, he's not really a sleeper at that point. I mean, he is a little bit, but. Yeah. It less of a sleeper. But again, if you're getting him in the eleventh round, as you said, if you're getting him in the twelfth, thirteenth round. Right. I think there is a lot of value there and a lot of upside of him being he's the ultimate boomer bust guy. Right. Who do we got next, boss? Oh, uh, we got Lamar Jackson. So the show <laughs> I don't know your opinions on Lamar Jackson. Okay. I think you know my opinions on Lamar Jackson. I think um fantasy wise what we saw from him last year was excellent. We, I think we, we've seen flashes of maybe a Michael Vick 2.0 for fantasy football. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be that because he can also not really throw the ball that well, as we witnessed in the postseason last year. But I think in drafts right now, in 12-team half PPR, he's going 12th round. Yep. In 10-team, he's going 13th round. So he's a guy that is going very late in drafts, undrafted in some leagues right probably will be undrafted in our league um <clears throat> if you're getting a guy with that kind of upside i think you take the chance on him it, if yeah. you're drafting quarterbacks and this is why i said yes to james winston mm-hmm. if you're drafting quarterbacks in the final three or four rounds and i kind of go by this motto you want a guy that has immense breakout potential yeah that can really like change the league if it works Right, it changes your team if it works. If it doesn't work, as you said, who cares? You dump them. <laughs> right. You you'd pick up right. a quarterback off the waiver wire. Not a big deal. Lamar Jackson has similar to Winston bust value. Right, but his ceiling is high. It's legit. If he can throw the ball, and I know the owner. I think it was the owner, right? That was talking about they want Lamar Jackson to throw the ball more this year. Right. Um. If they do that and he succeeds at it plus the running attack, 
Like he's going to be a top ten fantasy quarterback. That he's top five. He yeah he he'll be top five probably. So here's my problem with Lamar Jackson is that he can't. He paced out in the in the what is it six games he started. He paced out at twelve hundred and seventy one rushing yards and nine touchdowns on two hundred insane two hundred and seventy two attempts. You cannot humanly run the football 272 times with your quarterback. And the the Baltimore Ravens have said that they're not going to do that. They're trying yep. to control him. They want it to they want to pass it more. My concern is he I think he had he had a 58 he had a 58% completion percentage and he only prorated out to 2540 yards and 11 touchdowns with seven picks. So he is. He has to take an astronomical leap into being able to throw the football a lot better in order to become a top five quarterback to me. And I don't think the volume is going to be there so, for Lamar Jackson. This is why, like for me, I would take Jameis Winston over Lamar Jackson any mm-hmm. day because Jameis Winston can throw the football as well as run the football. He's not going to run it as efficiently as Lamar I, I wouldn't, Jackson I wouldn't would. go that far. <laughs> He's not going to run it as efficiently as Lamar Jackson would. But at the same time, it's like he is. He's a, he's a better passer than Lamar Jackson is. And he's, I mean... You you look at the second you look at the games he started after they benched permanently Ryan Fitzpatrick for for Jameis Winston and he threw it a sixty four completion percentage he was solid and he was good so, good decision maker in this Bruce Arians office he can do that for Lamar Jackson for me this year is not going to be the year that I think I think honest to God in twenty twenty he could be a massive breakout guy but it all depends on how well he passes the ball this year so you said he needs a massive leap. Yes. I don't know if he needs a massive leap. I think he definitely needs to get better, obviously, throwing the football. And he definite, you definitely need to see improvement there. I'm not sure if he needs a massive leap, though. He just needs to be a decent thrower of the football. And I think his legs will carry him enough yeah. where he gets to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback. <clears throat> and I know the workload is going to go down, but even so... They're still he's still gonna scramble and run it yeah. for a ton of yards and it, probably a ton of touchdowns. So he is he does have that bust potential and I do think he in twenty twenty could also be a breakout guy. Yeah. But I think honestly this year he could be a breakout guy too. Yeah, I mean it's it is it's tough for me because I I have him statted out at how many fantasy points? 253 um which is 21 among quarterbacks so it's it's just for me it's going to be tough if they step him back a lot in terms of how many rushing yards he has like he's not going to run it 200 times he might i mean who knows maybe he gets to <laughs> if he does a, if insane. he gets a to a thousand rushing yards i just i think the pace that he was on too with rushing touchdowns was just it was so efficient that it almost is going to take a step back like you don't, a quarterbacks don't rush for nine touchdowns in a season. It's just not, it's not something that'll happen. I think the other thing is that you, they have the benefit of having a really, really good defense, um, so it'll allow them to be able to do a little bit more. But if they face a team that's high powered, right, like the Chiefs or something like that, yeah. they're not going to be able to keep pace. And you're going to see Lamar Jackson make a lot of mistakes, and those mistakes might turn into a. A situation where they're like, okay, we we might even have to move on with this guy. I mean, they did draft a quarterback in the fourth round this year, so 
I like Lamar Jackson, but I, I, over the last few months, I've had to temper my excitement on Lamar Jackson because <laughs> you look at those numbers and you think, this guy might rush for 1,000 yards and five touchdowns. If he rushes for 1,000 yards and five touchdowns, then yeah, you could finish in the top five. I just don't think the passing yards are there. I think there's too many rookie wide receivers. There's not enough Talented talent. rookie wide receivers. <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next sleeper. I have Kyler Murray. Mm. This is an interesting. This is... Lamar Jackson's legs <laughs> and somebody like Lamar, Kyler Murray can actually throw the football. That's what makes him so like we talk about, like I said, how Jameis Winston can throw the football, right? Yeah. Kyler Murray can really throw the football. He's a better decision maker. I think that's the biggest thing is Jameis Winston has an incredible arm. Like he's a talent, talented quarterback. His decision making is poor. I think that Kyler Murray is He's going into a system that he understands more than the guys that are playing in the NFL <laughs> yeah. for five seasons right now. So he's going into his own system. He understands, you know, he, he makes good decisions. He has all the intangibles. I hate to sound like a friggin' scout, but it's true. Um, and he can rush the football. And so it's like you put all those together. Kyler Murray, the, I, I kind of look at it like this. Imagine if the Seattle Seahawks used Russell Wilson properly. That's, that's pretty what Ky- good. That's what Kyler Murray is going to be. <laughs> like like Russell Wilson, I think he finished two years in a row in the top three. And then last year when they decided to run the football, he, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't utilize him anymore in yeah. anything. So I think Kyler Murray, he's going to get that opportunity, especially if – imagine if they run 90 offensive plays a game, which is what they want to do. That's – insane like yeah, that's that would that would be crazy i don't think that's i don't think that's humanly humanly possible in the nfl i mean they might be able to do it because their defense is bad but <laughs> yeah yeah they just um, let the team score as soon yeah. as possible but kyler murray got he's got upside he's got opportunity he's talented the only thing standing in way in the way of kyler murray is kyler murray like at, at this point and i've never talked about this about a rookie quarterback like this like even when Baker came in, I love Baker Mayfield, but I didn't expect anything from him. And you usually don't expect anything from quarterbacks, but no. the way Kyler Murray plays the game of football and the fact that he understands his offense more than than the NFL players do, yeah, it's gonna sh- it shows me a lot. And if he's able to make this work, then he'll be a a very good quarterback, and he, I think he'll surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I I love Kyler Murray too. I think especially in the future, um, for this year. I like him more than most rookie quarterbacks in the past. Yeah. But to me, he's he's still a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Like, what's the ceiling on a rookie quarterback? Right. Would you say is it top five? No. Is it top ten? Yeah. Like, so, maybe so, uh, he could finish, like, nine or ten. So, he right, he could finish nine or ten. I don't disagree with that. <clears throat> is that worth drafting in the late ninth round? Which, in a 12-team half PPR, he's going ninth. He's, he's flying up boards. Wow. He's moving up. In 10-team, he's still a little lower, but he's ahead of Jameis Winston. Yeah. I I mean, for me, if he... I think when when people... Because most people who are mock drafting right now are like us. (laughs) Um, It's people who are really intense about fantasy football, who are preparing for the season, all that stuff. When you get Joe Schmo who threw $10 in to his family... (laughs) John from accounting. Yeah, John from accounting. When you get him in your fantasy league and they start mock drafting in August, 
where is Kyler Murray going to go? Is he going to be obscenely overpriced in the fifth round? Or is he going to be like a 13th, 14th rounder? Or is he going to be where he is right now in the ninth round? If he's a ninth rounder, he's not going to be on the board for me to take. You know what I mean? Right. And the reason why, I mean, draft-wise, he probably wouldn't be a sleeper, but he's a sleeper for me in terms of like, people don't expect rookie quarterbacks to do much in fantasy. No, but he can. And he can. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think that's that. that's where you got to watch out for him. Uh, who do we got next, boss? We got Jimmy G uh, for MVP. Now, you wanted him on this list, didn't I'm, you? Yeah. I, you wanted to put him on your list. I wanted to, and I actually did just out of like... Oh, you did? I did, just out of like respect. Out of love. Jimmy, out of love. Yeah, that's kind of why I have him on my list, too. <laughs> no, but real, not, no, no real. No real. Some guys just feel it. Right. There's no real reason there's, as to why. I do feel it. But there is some I'm trying to my very best to put reason behind it. Um Okay. So everyone Jimmy, just shut our podcast off because we said Jimmy G. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo towards ACL last year yeah. in week three against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um before that he was doing okay. Wasn't yeah. he was mad. Wasn't through the roof or anything like that. He's now has another year under Kyle Shanahan's system. He... I think going into last year was considered a sleeper. He was like 10th yeah. or 11th, 11th among uh, quarterback boards. Right. So he wasn't crazy high, crazy low, but people were drafting him in like the ninth, 10th round. Mm-hmm. So there was some hype. And I think the 49ers only got better this offseason. Right. They didn't get, cra- they didn't do anything crazy, but they, each guy got a year older. They drafted a receiver. They improved their defense. Their whole team is much better this year. Yeah, and except for the receiving core. Yeah, but they I, they they didn't do well with the receiving core. They didn't do anything to hurt it, right? No. It was so. They, didn't they draft a guy in like the second round? Yeah. Who do you remember the guy's name? Debo Samuel. Yeah. So they drafted him. No. Nope. No, he went to the the Colts. They drafted somebody. Wait, yeah, <laughs> he, you gotta, let me let me figure it out. I, I, they did draft somebody in the be second right. round. I could be right. I think you. I don't know. I'm not the, the right guy to ask for that. Yeah, he's on the 49ers. I had okay. Right. So yeah. yeah, and they drafted him in the second round. E, third round, I think. Oh, did they? I just got out of it, man. Wow. I gotta go back. I, I literally exited. Either way, as though, soon as they added they, second round pick, pick 36. He was so a basically a third rounder. 36? So he was yeah. basically a first rounder. It was a compensatory. Oh, is that how it works? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so 32 teams. Uh, he's a second round compensatory. Okay, that's interesting. <clears throat> and um, continue. <laughs> so, yeah. We just lost half our audience. Yes. No, they, the other half left when I said Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah, so now but, like 10 Yeah, so was. Garoppolo, another year under the system. Yeah. The overall team getting better. I don't think the ACL is going to bother him because he has no, a full year to recover. So I Here's, think people are sleeping on Garoppolo. I think people are sleeping on Jimmy G, and uh, rightfully so. Um, <laughs> you know, he's a good quarterback. I think what he does is actually relatively good. And I think, like, in the three games he played, he was throwing it roughly an average of about 29. This, this is 29.7 times per game, which is about 30. Which is good. That is good. The efficiency was not there. Um, and what I mean by that is that you throw it 30 times a game, you you anticipate that a guy is going to get you 4,000 plus yards. Um, this on a per 16 game base. Now there's a small sample size. Small sample size of three games. 
but he would only bring you uh, 3,829 yards, 27 touchdowns, and 16 interceptions. That is not a bad season. Um, you probably could reduce the interceptions a little bit and add a couple more touchdowns and get him to 4,000 yards. The problem with this is that Jimmy G is not – and people – Some people in fantasy football reject this reality because they don't like running quarterbacks in general. But in fantasy football, rushing statistics are so valuable to the quarterback position. This is why Deshaun Watson, who gives you good, you know, top 15 quarterback numbers. Top 12. Yeah, like top 12 numbers. But he can also, like, I think he only threw for 3,800 yards and like 26 touchdowns. But he ran a lot. And so for Deshaun Watson, that puts him in another category. That gets him into the top three. For Jimmy Garoppolo, he doesn't run the football at all. Like I mean, he, like this is prorated he out. He did, and that's how he tore his ACL. Yeah, this is prorated out at 43 attempts for 160 yards, uh, which is consistent with what he did with the New England Patriots as well. So he doesn't run the football so around the field all that much. He's not a rushing quarterback. The problem that I see with this is that He's not going to produce at an extremely high level passing the football. In turn, what I what I mean by that is that Patrick Mahomes. A lot of people would be like, "Oh my God, he's a running quarterback." He's not. He's if you go no look at his no, numbers, no no he's no. Not. I don't think anybody thinks he, he had three. He had he had three hundred and fifty. He had four hundred fantasy points in some some leagues. If you have a six point touchdown, he had a lot of fantasy points, um, and he was very good. But the reason why he got there is because he could throw 5,000 yards. That's step one to having a good fantasy season in in the NFL without the rushing statistics is throwing for 5,000 yards. Yeah. I don't know if Jimmy G can do that this year. The I other part of it is can. throwing 35 to 40 touchdowns. But, and I don't know if Jimmy can do that this so year I either. I'm not sure. If I think can. he'll have a great quarterback season for the 49ers in, in the NFL. But I don't think he can put up 5,000 yards and 35 touchdowns. Does like, he have like, to be Patrick Mahomes, though? He doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes. So I'm but. not saying I'm not. So he's going. He's the 21st ranked quarterback right now, I believe, or the 20th according to. Uh, I think it was was it Fancy Pros? I have him ranked 17. So he, so you have him ranked 17. A lot of people have him ranked around the 20 mark. Yeah. I think that's getting slept on a little bit. I do. I don't think he's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's going to throw. I don't 5, think he's going to be a Patrick Mahomes either. Obviously, and I don't but, think he's going to be bad. I but, just don't know. How many? I could easily see him being around like ninth, eighth, seventh, in that range, just because of his yeah. good passing season. And I think he run he's gonna run it. So I think he runs it a little bit more than what you're saying. But you're right. He does. He's not really a running quarterback. No. Um. Do he does wanna... scramble though. So I mean that could turn into rushing yards. Yeah. But do you want to hear what I have from projected for statistic wise? Sure. And I'll just throw out the numbers and see if, um. You agree with it or not? Okay. So I have him at forty four hundred passing yards. Okay. Over under. That's that's like actually pretty accurate. I'll just say over just for the. Heck I have of it, I have but... him at I have him at twenty nine point six or thirty touchdowns. Again, pretty accurate. I'll I'll just go over though for the heck of it, but very slightly. Fourteen touchdowns. I mean, a f- fourteen interceptions. Slightly under. Uh, and then I have him at. Hold on a second. I clicked the wrong button. I have him at uh, a little less on the rushing statistics than he had last year. Um, I probably should boost that up, but I'll put him right around like 150 yards rushing. Okay. Um, That sticks him right around 285 to 290 fantasy points, 
which is in my projections probably like a QB seven or eight finish. So to me, if you're not getting a quarterback in the top five, then you're probably just streaming quarterbacks in general. Um, mm-hmm. I just I, if you have like a if you have like a a number eight quarterback in the rankings, it's not bad, but it's also not good. Like if you're in a ten team league, ten teams own quarterbacks, and oh, you so own the it, eighth worst. <laughs> That's the way I look. I'm at not, that. So I'm, but I'm not saying Garoppolo's. I haven't said Garoppolo's gonna be like a top three quarterback, but if yeah. you're drafting Garoppolo in the final round of the draft and he's getting yeah. ranked twentieth and he turns out <laughs> I gave him and he turns out statistics to be, too like that. <laughs> he turns out to be like the seventh ranked quarterback. Yeah. I th- I think that's a win. Yeah, yeah, you you're doing all right. I mean it's not gonna get you that's seventeen fantasy points a game. You know what I mean? Like this it does that put you at where you want to be at quarterback on your fantasy team. Yes, if I'm drafting like if you're, the if, you're round. if you're drafting Jimmy Garoppolo, I, I honestly think he's probably going to go undrafted. I mean, there'll be some stupid idiot in every league take that's going to take Jimmy round. Garoppolo that takes him in the no, not in the sixth round. There's going to be somebody <laughs> that takes him in every draft, um, but I don't know. For me, I'm the reason why I'm not drafting him is because I don't see like he has to throw for me in order to have a really good fantasy season, which is 300 or more fantasy points to get into the top five. He's gonna have to throw for five thousand yards and thirty-five touchdowns. Or and I, I think the running numbers can be boosted a little bit. You can give him a little bit more on the running numbers, but even that, he doesn't rush for touchdowns. So to me, he's not getting like if you want to say okay, he gets he gets three hundred rushing yards. That's not that's like fifteen more fantasy points. It's not really which would make, boost him up to three hundred in your rankings, wouldn't it? Sort of, kind of your projections. So that would get him to ninety. <laughs> uh, 290 I mean so I just I don't see that happening though and that's my thing is that for Jimmy G here's what I here's what I look here's the way I look at it is that it's all about ceiling for me Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have a as high a ceiling as a guy like Jameis Winston or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson he doesn't have that I high think he's ceiling. got a higher ceiling than Kyler Murray for this year yeah yeah no I don't disagree with that um, but I, I just don't think I see because I think he relies solely on the passing numbers it is harder to do that. Now, I could be very wrong. If he throws for 5,000 yards and 35 touchdowns, I don't think he's out. And, you get and this great, is coming from the biggest Garoppolo fan yeah. in the world. I don't think he's throwing 5,000. So if that doesn't happen, then he's going to be a good fantasy quarterback, probably finish in the top eight. He'll be you know decent, but I, I don't know. I, he's not a guy with his ceiling for me being mm-hmm. eight, seven or eight. I don't know if I can justify taking him where – I mean, I could justify taking him or getting him off the waiver wire. Like, I'll, if he ends up on the waiver wire all season, I'll probably stream him against good matchups. But like, I, I don't, I don't see him as a guy that I stick on my team and hope he breaks out. That type of thing. But I do agree with you. He is a sleeper after all that disagreement. <laughs> I tried to make my best case for yeah a case that you, really didn't you did exist. decent. <laughs> uh, let's move on to five. Uh, Josh Allen. We Another both love sleeper. this dude. He is so. Uh, there are two guys that I think are going to break out this year. Um, Jameis Winston and Josh Allen uh, will do a show on breakouts, and I just gave you half my quarterback. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do really like Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is a guy who has the. Uh, I think it was a report I read. The, uh, the quarterback coach or the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills said Josh Allen's problem is not accuracy; it's decision making. Um, and so I think for him, that offensive line blows. Let's start with that. Yeah, it does. That offensive line is really bad. And so they made some improvements in the offseason. We'll see if they pan out. But if you can keep Josh Allen upright, 
I think that's the main reason why he makes bad decisions because he panics. He panics. If you can control the panic and you can get him to make better decisions, he is an accurate quarterback and he's going he's going to be a success. I think you know he has the intangibles and the ability to and the talent, especially to throw fantasy the wise. Especially fantasy wise. So for me, if he can get a decent amount of fantasy points through the air and then add what he does on the ground into that. Like he is literally the closest thing to Lamar Jackson that you can get on our sleeper list. Um, as far as rushing statistics goes, like he could rush for 700 yards and like five touchdowns reasonably. Um, and that's just how Josh Allen, like he's like, like you said, he panics. (laughs) Yeah. So the panic either turns into Cam Newton running the football or, (laughs) you know what I mean? Anything else or an interception. So I like Josh Allen for that very reason. I think the, the end of the season last year, I was, you know, when I saw him, you know, late in the season getting, what was I think it was like week 15 he had 30 points week 16 he had like 35 to 40 he yeah. had like two huge games in a row and I was like I just saw the two huge games and I was like wow this guy's a stud and then after the season was over I went and looked at his numbers and I was like oh my god like he did that basically only because of his rushing statistics yeah. because he was like he threw 200 yards and like two touchdowns and two interceptions <laughs> and it was like that's a terrible game for a quarterback but then you look at his rushing numbers and it was like two touchdowns on the ground and like 150 yards and right. it's just like you add that on top rushing quarterbacks are so valuable in fantasy football people bypass them all it's the time including myself yes. i don't i don't <laughs> like that style of play in the nfl but i but fantasy wise, fantasy wise is brilliant. It's it's something that you have to keep your eye on. If a guy can run the football, he's going to turn out to be generally yeah. good. If he's decent at throwing the football and doesn't lose his job, Jameis Winston, <laughs> um, they can definitely be that guy. Yeah, uh, and I think Josh Allen has the ability to throw for four thousand yards and twenty five touchdowns in a season and have a good quarterback year, as well as do that five hundred yard. You know four or five touchdown season. If he does that, the guy's going to be at 325, 350 fantasy points and finish in the top three. I'm not projecting that for him, but I do see him as a sleeper this year. Oh, a absolutely. guy that you can get. He's some drafts. He's going completely undrafted. I can give you the ADP right now. Yeah. Um, I know like fantasy pros has him ranked 19th right now. Right he's going now. in round 11. Okay. Late, I think late. 12 is usually, yeah, he's going in round 12 and uh, I think it was half PPR in 10 teams. Yeah. So 11th, 12th round, 13th round, and yeah, in some leagues he will go undrafted. I agree with you on Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. Yeah. He is, like you said, similar to Lamar Jackson, but he probably is better at throwing the ball. I think Lamar Jackson is, over the course of a full season, will be better at running the ball. Yeah. I think that's just why I have him as slightly ahead right now, but both guys are very close. Josh Allen has top seven quarterback ceiling this year for fantasy football, I think. I have Josh Allen ranked nine right now, and I really want to rank him ahead of Baker Mayfield. <laughs> but wow, I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not. That. I'm not doing that. I can't do that. I'm not doing that. But I, Baker, I, you hate. I don't. What hate. happened? He was your boy. Baker is my boy, and I hope he has a great season. But I don't feel like he's gonna have. He's got too much expectation on him to be the really hype good. Is too, the t- too. hype is way too much. Okay. He should be. I would be all over him if he was a ninth or tenth round quarterback. But right now, he's like a. He's a fifth round, fourth round quarterback that people are taking way too early. I'm staying hard. I'm staying okay. away from that hot mess completely. Completely. I'm they, all in on it. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, we have one more guy for the taking. A little, a little addition before the show. Uh, 
Rick, give us the the final guy. I I don't agree with this whatsoever. I just enjoy saying his name just to see your face. <laughs> I don't want to. Even Pre- hear pretty much the only reason I had him I, on this list. I did no research on this guy. By so the way. here is a. Remember, we're talking about sleepers. Okay. A guy that everybody's sleeping on. Kurt Cousins. Uh, he's ranked, he said it. He said it. <laughs> he's currently ranked 21 at Fantasy Pros. Okay. He's going undrafted in almost every single league. This is the same guy going into last season was the fifth or sixth ranked quarterback okay. in every league. Now, yeah, he had a bad year, obviously. And there's a very good chance he has another bad year. Like, neither of us are major fans of Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So there's a good chance he has another bad year, and it's just it's done for him. Right. There's also a chance that he gets another year under that offense. Right. And he realizes, oh, I have Stephon Diggs, Adam Thaleen, Kyle Rudolph, Dalvin Cook on my team. We can actually be a really talented offense. Yep. And takes a jump. People are sleeping on him. People aren't drafting this guy. And this guy should be getting drafted in leagues. He's he has the amount of talent I'll that stream is him. around him. I'll stream him. Okay. So, I'm not saying to draft him high. Believe me, don't do that. So, but so for me, uh, here's the situation that you have: is that I think Kirk Cousins, his ceiling. Uh, let me give you uh, just some numbers. These are not something that I projected, but I'll just throw these numbers out. Um, over under four thousand two hundred passing yards. Uh, it's. Cl- I think it would be right there, but I'll say under. Over under thirty passing touchdowns. I might. I might. Uh, again, close That's a lot. There's there's a you lot there, but you know what? Yeah, over. Stop. Uh, over under ten interceptions. Probably over. But is Kirk Cousins? He's, isn't he kind of a conservative type quarterback? Yes. 10, though. 10 is probably right around where he yeah. finished next year. Uh, and then he averages 2.823 running attempts a game at seven yards a carry. That's like the end Not of the much. season, about 120 rushing yards yeah. or something. So he's he's in that same category where I, I disagree with you. People, I mean, I, I agree with you that people are sleeping on him, but I think that's probably he shouldn't be, for, he sh- for a good reason. He, yeah, he he's, was, To me, here's the thing. When you're drafting a quarterback and you're expecting them to break out, you're not drafting a guy who's uh, 30 years old and hoping <laughs> who's had plenty of opportunity in his career. He's not a bad quarterback. He puts up good quarterback numbers and he's actually a streamable option. If he's a good ma- if he's against a good oh, matchup absolutely. for me, I'm 100%. definitely 100% going after the- him. And I think people are sleeping on him in the fact that yeah, he probably should be drafted. But at the same time, it's like. How many years in a row can the guy do this? You know what I mean. And I'm not. I'm not sure. Wasn't it's he possible. two years ago a top like six fantasy quarterback, top seven? Um, I can check. I'm pretty sure one of the. I think his last year at Washington, he was pretty, pretty high up. <clears throat> um, yeah, I I see where you're coming from. This is why Kirk Cousins isn't very high on my list. Yep. But I think he was overhyped last year. What is it? Nothing, nothing. Okay, all right. Yeah, I just Kirk Cousins is on this <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah, he he was getting overhyped last year. Yeah, but this year, not a single soul is talking about him. People forgot he existed. Yeah. My biggest thing is I'm he not finished six in uh, 2017. Yeah. So he has done it before, and he was on Washington in 2017. Was he, he was number five in 2016? Wow. Hold on a second. Moving up the board. Here we go. 
people uh, are sleeping number people are sleeping number eight in 2015 come on i'm gonna keep come on come on going back give it to me stop (laughs) give it to me he loves it uh that was it sorry sorry that's still three years in a row top 10 finish he ranked uh, he was like 78 (laughs) uh I don't even know. People are sleeping. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think he could finish because last year, where did he finish? He was like uh, was eleven, something like that. He wasn't was, bad. He, oh, that was, was I get those numbers I just gave you were last year's statistics for him. Was it really the yes. four thousand two hundred yard? Yeah. Why is the hype so low? He was uh, QB thirteen last year. Two hundred. Why is the games. hype so low? Your guess is as good as mine. Maybe it's because he's 30 years old and he blows. <laughs> wow. That was mean. No, he's actually a pretty good quarterback. Um, I don't think – here's my thing is that he's thrown over 30 touchdowns once in his career. Um, his ceiling is the other. So in 2015, high, the first year, he was a full-time starter. He threw 29 touchdowns the following season. After that, he threw 25. This year, I think you could see the same thing happening where he gets 26, 27, 28 touchdowns uh, instead, and then he gets right around 4,200 yards, yeah. somewhere in that category. I think the year where he finished, 2016, where he finished top five, that was a 5,000-yard, 25-touchdown year. 4,917 for the truthers out there. He who almost took 5,000 yards. He, no, 4,917. Essentially 5,000 yards. Yeah. That's 20, and then 25 touchdowns, which decreased that total. Now, had he thrown 10 more touchdowns, you would have had a different conversation. But he is a decent quarterback, good streamable option. I do think people are sleeping on him. Am I drafting Kirk Cousins? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the way that I look at late rounds. And, uh, I think for me, it's more or less. If you're drafting a quarterback in the late, late round, you know, you're getting a guy like Josh Allen, Lamar right. Jackson, so Jameis Winston. What if I'm all going, those guys are off the board? Though? I'm going if they're off, the, off, like out of the draft entirely. Yeah. What if uh, I'm not going to let that happen? It's okay. wow. <laughs> okay, Kyrie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take one of those guys at least. If they're, if they're all three of them run free, I'll just bench. But like, get let's all be radically say. You're sitting there at the end of the draft. You're going yeah. with our strategy. You want to get a sleeper late, sleeping quarterback late in the draft. And every <clears throat> single guy we've talked about is gone. Does Kirk yeah. Cousins become an option? <laughs> there's no way. There's no way in society that Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jameis Winston, and Jimmy G got taken in the same draft. I don't know. There's, there's, there's some. I mean. Like I gave let you me, the numbers. Give you, I gave you the numbers. These guys, every guy we've talked about is year, getting drafted. So let's just say fifteen. I I hate to get stuck on this, but because we got to end the show. But let's just. I'm going to say that fifteen quarterbacks get drafted. Okay. Okay. So Mahomes is going to get drafted. Yes. Matt Ryan will get drafted. Yeah. Roethlisberger probably will get drafted. I think there's going to be more than fifteen. Deshaun think, Watson but. will get drafted. Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, Drew Brees. Definitely going to get drafted. Yep. Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott will get drafted. Uh, see, I don't know. Dak Prescott's going to get drafted. Trust me. I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. There are there is cowboy fans out there. Yeah. They're they're everywhere. Depends in your league. Depends depends in your league. But I'd say I'd let me say give you the ADP on Dak. I just want to see what it is. It's twelfth round right now. So it's a lower than the guys we've talked about, yeah. except for Garoppolo. Yeah, and I'm not drafting Dak. I would put him on the sleeper list. But <laughs> Philip Rivers will not get drafted. I don't think that he finished eleven. Cam Newton will be drafted. Yep. Um, Kirk Cousins finished thirteen. He was in the top fifteen. He's not going to get drafted. Most likely, Tom Brady's going to get drafted obscenely high. No, no, somebody, Any, some idiot, smart gonna draft people Tucker. won't draft smart, Tom Brady. Yes, us. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> and the people who listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, Trubisky probably won't get drafted. Uh, Baker's going to get drafted. I just think if there's 15 to 17 quarterbacks, how many teams take two quarterbacks? Depends on your league, but some teams take three. That's crazy. Some teams I, take three. I, I'm dude. staying very far away from that. But you look at guys like Josh Allen, Jameis Winston, um, and some of the guys we listed. Some of these guys aren't even going to go draft, get drafted. And so for me, it's like if 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 Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jameis Winston, Kyler Murray, Jimmy G, all this the is guys. A theoretical listed, situation, bro. Come we're on, thinking no. theoretically, but yes. uh, well. If if I was sitting there and all yes. twenty quarterbacks got drafted, no, 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 not twenty, I, and not I'm twenty, sitting, twenty quarterbacks. Let's say are, let's say seventeen, and this is the fourteenth round, and you want to draft a quarterback, and seventeen are off the board. I would take Derek Carr over, okay, Kirk Cousins. So essentially, no, is pretty much what you're saying. A lot of people just like unsubscribed. <laughs> I would take Derek Carr over Kirk Cousins. Derek Carr was also the Kirk Cousins truthers. Uh, yeah, no, I, I for me, That's it's not it's nothing against Kirk Cousins. It's just. It's a thirty-year-old quarterback thing. It's the it's the you know his but age is not going to Derek Carr his thirty-year-old like something like that. He's twenty-eight, I think. Um, but I, I think for 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 Kirk Cousins, more or less, like I know Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, you know Jameis Winston, those guys are going to be on the board, and I'm going to draft. I'm going to draft them. Like I'm going to find a way to make it happen. I'm not going to okay. be sitting there putting myself into a position where I get to the thirteenth round and all of those guys are taken. Um, if you are in a draft and those guys are taken obscenely early and it's like the, there's like a 10, Dude, a 10, you. a 10 pick run on quarterbacks in the ninth round, that's going to happen in leagues. maybe I'll that's take probably going to happen in our league. I'd, I'll just draft a running back and go quarterback. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I just don't think it's necessary to draft Kirk cousins if he's not even going to be drafted. I was just asking you the question. Bro. All right. All right. <laughs> I was just curious. Well, that'll, that'll do it for our, uh, QB sleepers. Uh, you know, the little last one there, I, I didn't agree with, but that's all right. Uh, be sure to listen on Thursday as we talk about the tight end sleepers for 2019. Go over our uh, top five, six, or seven, whatever we get to um, for 2019. Lots of different names on there. Some surpri- some surprising, some uh, not so surprising. Um, you got any closing thoughts for us, boss? Okay, here's the deal. Oh, no. Every week. <laughs> Every, every, if every you episode. don't believe me and you don't take Jimmy G, your season's going to be just like the 49ers last year. Three wins max. Talk to you Thursday, Fantasy Champs. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. <laughs>